Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's Monday, August 2nd. I'm Rudy. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner. Under the table, illegal fudge deals are made. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. How are you? My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every single day we go live, 9.45 a.m. on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore live. Today on the show... shows yeah we got stickers and t-shirts and some sweatshirts and you can even get a smock oh finally after all this time we finally got some merch it is up right now rudypovich.com just go there you can find the merch page and uh, order it up a long walk to cleveland It's got the logo on basically anything and everything you've ever wanted. Plus, it's got uh, a couple of stickers, some stuff that was made over the weekend. Uh, One of the jokes that uh, I recently started telling about my grandfather, where he one time told me, Hey, listen, you might be half drunk, but you're also half sober. That sticker is up. Uh, I put up over the weekend the logo that has my name just in the Pornhub uh, (laughs) logo. (laughs) Which was great because there's a couple relatives that reached out and they were like, I don't get it. I don't, what is it? If you know, you know. What do you mean by you know, you know? I was like, it's, it's a thing. And some people just reached out there like, I love the new logo. It looks great. It looks great. Can't wait to put it on a mug. I was like, I hope you do put it on a mug. I hope you bring that shit to work and coworkers see it because that would be phenomenal. Um, there's, um, there's also an old, um, I just posted, I don't know if I can legally or not. I don't give a shit. Whatever. But um, an old logo that I had made for the Minnesota Twins when they had Star Wars Day, uh, I just uploaded it. I put it on. If you you buy it, great. I don't know. Maybe I get a cease and desist from both George Lucas and the Minnesota Twins. I don't care. Whatever, though. Hi, good morning, Crystal. What's up, Amanda, Danielle, Scooter, Mira? I know Mira's been giving me a ton of shit about not having merch. And I keep saying, like, I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some ready to go. And then I never do. And now look at that. Now you're good to go. Now I finally got it. So, Bethany, good morning to you. Hi, Courtney. Wyatt, who's here right away. What's up? Good morning, Lindsay. So, yes, the merch is up. If you'd like to possibly purchase some. Now, if you do have a prop, no, I'm going to just go ahead and say it like this. I basically set this thing up so that I have absolutely no hands-on, not having to deal with, like, keeping boxes of merch at the house. It is, if you buy it, it's got my shit on it. But it comes from a separate company, and they'll have to deal with it. If you do need help with stuff, or if you're like, oh, this is, seems a little overpriced or whatever, because some things I can set the price on, some things I can't. And if you're like, this seems a little too overpriced, just let me know. We'll knock it down a few bucks, you know. I'm not so much worried about the money aspect of it as much as I am about 
possibly just spreading the name of a long walk to Cleveland. I feel like that's the most important part of all. And that should be the most important part of all this stuff. Like, I think everybody gets so goddamn wrapped up in money all the time. Like, if we're not making a buck on it, there ain't a chance in hell we're going to do it. And I'm like, why would you do that? Don't do that. Find other... You should do it because you love to do it. Because of the the transactions that you have in between people. Because of the connections that it makes with people. There, This is the one thing that I love about, like, doing this show and, you know, getting back out and doing stand-up and having people sort of, like, come along with the ride, man. It's not all about a lot of times people kind of get on this like, well, fucking, hey, man, like, I got to be that guy who gets up on top of the goddamn podium before everybody else. And you're like, no, dude, it doesn't work that way. It shouldn't work that way. You should uh, just be happy, just like, you know, putting out a little bit of your art or a little bit of your legacy onto the planet. That's nice. I was at a, uh, when I went to that Star Wars game, Star Wars, the, the Minnesota Twins Star Wars night, I went and I saw a guy wearing that t-shirt that I had designed, and it felt good. It feels good to see that stuff, man. It feels good to know that you put a little bit of art out into the world. You know, that guy saw that shirt and thought enough of it like, this will communicate to people who I am. They will know that I am a Twins fan and also a Star Wars nerd. And thus bought the shirt. And wears a pr- hopefully wears it proudly to this day. So, it's nice. Get more involved with that. Get more into the uh, mindset of, hey man, we're not here to like make a buck all the time. We're out here to, you know, spread some love. Get some stuff out onto the planet, man. Make a connection. That's really where all this is about. I had a uh, phenomenal weekend. I hope you guys did too. I had a moment this morning that I thought was like, it was nice, but it was also kind of sad. I was feeling a little down on the way back from... Uh, the gym this morning. You guys let me know if you guys ever have this um, phenomenon happen to you. But this morning, I am uh, on my way back from the gym. I get up at 5.12 every morning. I know it's a weird time. I can't wake up at like 5 o'clock. I can't wake up at 5.30. I can't do 5.15. I don't like specifics. I like it somewhere in between, you know? I like that nice, you know, when I was waking up at, um, uh, you know, the ass crack of the middle of the night, I'd set my alarm for 3.16. Because Austin said 316, and as you know, 316 means get your ass up out of bed. You got work to do. And I'd always set it for weird times, like even like my coffee pot. In the morning, I set it for 502. I can't do, I don't know why. I just, I don't like it. I don't like five o'clock. I don't like 515. I don't like specifics. I want it to be somewhere in between. So uh, when uh, I got up this morning, walked to the gym, worked out, was on the way back and I had never seen there was a gal who was walking through the parking lot of LA Fitness in front of me and Maximilian says ha 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 I get up at 444 yeah there's something about it man uh scooter I'm 558 a.m see I I like that it's a little bit off a little bit you know I like that there's a you just sort of mm, moving it to the side five o'clock I don't know it just feels so cliche oh I wake up at five o'clock every morning no fuck you get up at 456. I like that shit. It's awesome. It's the way you do it. Uh-huh. Hmm. Speaking of coffee, that is delicious. Um, but uh, I was walking through the parking lot this morning, and there was a gal, probably, um, I would say upper 20s, low 30s, who was maybe 10, 15 yards in front of me walking. And 
as I'm walking, I'm, and I'm just, I just got out of the sauna. I just got out of like a hard workout. So I'm goddamn sweaty. And I got my, my earphones sitting over my, my shoulder or excuse me, around my arm. And I'm just sort of looking at my phone. And as I'm walking, I accidentally like, I don't know if there was like a, like a rock or a can or something on the ground. And I accidentally kick it. I make a noise and she kind of like spun around and looked at me and kind of, I could tell like, Oh man, I have freaked her out. Like this is like an open parking lot. It's almost 7 a.m. She's probably at work, uh, walking to work. She realizes that there's a guy now walking behind her. Uh, so we got out to 66th street right in front of Holy Angels, essentially in, uh, in Minneapolis. And as, uh, as she started walking down the sidewalk, I bopped over to the other side, even though we were walking in the same direction, I was like, you know what? I don't want to freak this girl out because it's super early. There's nobody around. And I guess if it was my daughter walking down the street, I wouldn't want somebody to be walking behind her 10 yards at the same exact pace that time of morning by yourself. So I went to the other side of the, um, I went to the other side of the street and started walking home. I thought, well, that's, that's so sad that we're to that point. It's sad that you have to like consciously think. And and maybe as I was thinking about it, maybe there's a part of me that thought, I don't want this girl to freak the fuck out on me and think that I'm a creeper. I know I'm doing it for her concerns. I don't want to freak her out, but maybe there's a part of me that's like, yeah, you don't want anybody to think you're a weirdo. So we'll just walk over to the other side of the street, which is the safer bet. And if that was my kid or if that was my wife, I would want the person walking behind them to go. I want that person to feel safe. But it is weird. Remember when we used to be like, oh, yeah, man, like the helpers around. Those are the people you want protecting you. And now... Now you don't get that. Now the guy who would protect you, if something were to happen to that girl, I'd be the first one to step in. But now because I feel like the, the whole Me Too movement and I don't want to get fucking wrapped up in that, I got to cross the, the, the opposite end of the street. In fact, uh, yesterday I went over to uh, Camp Bar, which, by the way, if you guys have nothing going on on a Sunday night and you are in the Twin Cities, uh, go check out Camp Bar. Uh, it is in downtown St. Paul. And they have what's called Laugh Camp. There's like basically the camp bar, which is a uh, it's a gay Packers bar. First off, uh, two of my favorite communities in this in this city. Uh, And then on the other side, you got a comedy club. And every Sunday night, man, it's just it's filled with like 20 amazing comics. And they're really starting to like build an audience there. And last night it was like half capacity with just audience members. It's fucking awesome. So go check it out. But while we're sitting outside of the club, you know, waiting for the show, I'm I'm bullshitting with a few other comics. And there was a gal who was passed out at a table by herself. It's like five o'clock. And if you're like, no, well, that's, hey man, maybe she shouldn't be out there. That's St. Paul, dude. That whole fucking area is just filled with nothing, but it's sort of like a mini lacrosse, Wisconsin. It really, it really is, man. That whole area, that whole downtown, you could take all of lacrosse and it's just a bunch of drunkards just in like a seven block radius. And she was passed out and I just kind of walked up and I tapped her on the shoulder real quietly. I was like, ma'am, you okay? You doing all right? She sort of like came to and she's like, fuck, I missed my lift ride. I'm like, do you need me to call somebody? Like, should we get you out of here? Because I feel terrible that you're just like passed out with your, you know, shoeless feet sitting up on a table where essentially somebody's going to probably sit down and want to have a cheeseburger. And they're not going to know that your dirty ass feet were up on this table. But uh, she said, no, I don't know. It's fine. She kind of came to. And then kind of in a moment of clarity, she looked over and it was me. 
uh, another uh, comedian by the name of Ethan, and then a guy that who was just there. I've never met this guy before. And she turned and looked at me and said, uh, hey, thank you guys for taking care of me. I thought that was very weird. I mean, we didn't take care of you. We were just concerned that you weren't going to you're going to stop breathing. Christ, I was almost ready to check for a pulse, lady. Um, but she said, thank you very much. That was nice of you. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's just the... It's weird that, like, doing the right thing almost gets you a medal nowadays, you know? Oh, you didn't steal my wallet or fucking try to grab a tit? Wow, you're a good dude. No, it's just you're doing what you're supposed to do, right? Jesus. Schmitty, what's up, buddy? How are you? Bengali, 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 Bengali. Uh, Nicole, hi to you. Lindsay, honestly, I go on walks all the time. One earbud. Yeah, I get that. Look behind me a handful of times. So sad. I appreciate that you were thinking about her perception. Yeah, that is sort of like where we're at. Always got to have one earbud out. Like, you know, even in cul-de-sacs in the middle of Egan, you still feel like, nah, probably. I've watched enough Dateline. There's enough, enough of these true crime podcast that people should probably eh, <laughs> keep keep one earbud one earbud out equals you not in a trunk all right amanda that's thoughtful most guys don't think that way yeah I, it's just it's the right thing to do i it's the right thing to do mira if i didn't know who you are i'd also clutch my pearls i agree i yep like who the who is this hobbit walking behind me and I mean, luckily he's diminutive and I could probably roundhouse kick him in the temple and knock him back into Tuesday. But I'm just saying it would be nice to not have to fucking walk down the street and feel freaked out about it, wouldn't it? God damn. I don't know. I just, as I was walking, there was like, there was a part of me that was like, good for you, you. Pat yourself on the back. You were a good guy today. But also kind of sad where I was like, man, it's too bad that you just got to, you walk down the street and you got to feel like shit. And then I'm getting shanked or, you know, thrown in the back of a trunk. Feels terrible. <laughs> I mean, not to like to my own horn, but I feel pretty goddamn good about myself. By the way, if you are just hopping on to the uh, live feed now, uh, don't forget, uh, new merch. It's up right now, rudypovich.com. You can go out and order all the A Long Walk to Cleveland merch. There's also some stuff on there with just uh, yeah, a couple of stickers made around a few jokes that uh, I recently started telling in the, in the set. But yeah, please go ahead and check it out. Uh, also this weekend, man... Uh, it was a, a kind of a whirlwind weekend. Um, let me tell you guys a quick story because I, I I don't know why I was pissed. I don't know if I should have been pissed. I felt angry about it, but whatever. So um, we'll back up like, I don't know, four or five months ago. Uh, there was a gal that I used to work with that we were good friends when we worked together. And I, I went my way and then she went hers and we hadn't seen each other in like 12 years. And then fast forward to, you know, uh, after we've split up from work, fast forward to about four months ago, and she hits me up and goes, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. You want to run around and grab a beer quick? And in my head, I was like, absolutely. I'm like, dude, I I think she's married. I think she's got a guy. But either way, yeah, like we're old hangs. Like we should fucking do it. Let's go hang out. So we go run. we We grab a beer together. And in that moment of us having a beer together... The way she's wording things, I realize, oh shit, this is not, this is not a friends hanging out thing. This is a, she does not have a guy anymore. Hang. So I'm like into it. I'm like, yeah, I dig you. You're great. I could, 
possibly see us, like, hanging out for a while? Uh, let's see, Maximilian. This is honestly the first Instagram I've ever watched. Glad I tried it out. Ah, great, man. Good. Good. These get, yeah. You came to the right one, dude. For sure. <laughs> um, but uh, to get back to the story, uh, we hang out all night. And now when I say all night, it's not like that. Like, at the end of the evening, we were both in St. Paul. She went back home. I went back home. And it was great. And I went home that night thinking like, holy shit, I never thought of this person in that way. But wow, my eyes are open. I really do like this person. She's great. And we have this, we have a history together and we know so much about each other already. And we have a lot of the same acquaintances and holy shit, this would be perfect. Like, why wouldn't it? So we sit and we chat and it's like three weeks of us kind of going back and forth and, and we hadn't really like had an opportunity just because I was busy and doing a little bit of traveling. And so, so was she, like we didn't have a chance to really connect again. And then one day just like ghost gone fucking out of nowhere. No more fucking text messages. And I'm like, all right, what's up? Then the next day she posts a picture of her with uh, some dude in a hot tub. And she's like, she's like, I'm just so glad I get to spend the rest of my life with my best friend. And I was like, what the fuck? What, what just happened? What, who is this guy? And where did this come from? What the shit? Are you okay? Um, well, how about next time? Fucking drop a line and be like, by the way, this isn't going where you think it's going to go. I just really wanted to hang. But like all the verbiage and like all the words, like everything that we were saying, I'm like, okay, this is going great. And then all of a sudden some dude in fucking skivvies and you guys are hanging out in hot tubs and shit. I'm like, okay, I guess I didn't see that coming, but all right, well then fuck it. Just moving on. Right. And that's usually how it goes. You just move on, dude. You just, you know, don't get angry. Here's the thing about like breaking up uh, with somebody when you're 40. When you're 40 and you break up with somebody, you just shake hands and you go about your way. You're like, well, good day. Yep. Good day to you too. Hey, do you mind if I call your brother and he comes over and, you know, he does the, uh, you know, he can power wash the garage for me. And she's like, absolutely. Like you just, you're so cordial. When you're young, that's when you do like all that awful shit, like post pictures of you fucking half naked in a hot tub with a dude. Uh, when you're kind of already like talking to somebody else and don't tell them. So, uh, so I'm like, all right, well that was shitty, but whatever, dude, I'm too busy to like, think about this. So I let it go. And about three weeks later, I get a text message that says, Hey, um, uh, I was wondering, I got a friend. Would you like to go out with her? And I'm like, are you, what the fuck? I was like, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to go out with your friend. Like, how shitty is that? First off, I'd much rather just have you never talk to me again and we never have to go through this back and forth than you reach out and go, by the way, you weren't good enough for me, but mm, I got a friend you'd be perfect for. No, I know you feel like you're doing the right thing, but I don't give a shit about your friend. I bet she's probably great. Who would want to date somebody where every day you have to think about, man, I was only with this person because the person that I wanted to be with didn't deem me good enough to be with them. Fuck that. Don't go through that. No, listen, absolutely not. I was like, that's no, we're not. That's shitty. No. So, uh, so last night, um, I, uh, I get a text. Shit. I can't grab my phone cause we're doing the Instagram live, but basically I'll sort of sum it up. Uh, I get a text that basically says like, Hey, so, Guess you're ready to start dating again? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? No, not, no, 
no. I was like, are you, are you serious right now? Are you really going to reach out and be like, hey, you want to go fucking grab it? No, I don't want any of that. So I just said, uh, I was like, are you? And basically what I wrote was, are you dot, 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 what the dot, 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 oh my fucking God, send. And she reaches out. She goes, are you upset about something? I'm like, do you not? F- what the fuck is the matter with you? How did you? Yes, I'm upset. And she said, well, if you want, I got a box of tissues over here. I said, well, here's the thing. I would ask for your box of tissues, but then you wouldn't offer them up. And then three weeks later, you'd call and offer me thousand grit sandpaper instead of the fucking tissues. So no, I don't want your shitty fucking tissues. In fact, I would love it if you never fucking talk to me again. Because I wish it's so shitty. What a fucking awful way. And then at, and then at some point, like, I just I just stopped responding. I'm like, well, there's no point of me, like, trying to get back to this person. And she texts me. She was like, um, she was like, are you upset about something? I'm like, I, holy shit. I was like, you don't get it. You don't. Wow. You don't get it. She goes, well, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of a mess. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, everybody's a fucking mess. But some people are smart enough to, you know, have some cooth. To realize that what they're doing uh, is shitty to another person. And I was I, After that, I was just like, man, why do people try? Why? Just stop trying, everybody. Let's read some comments. Mira, that really sucks. Then the audacity to ask if you needed tissues. That's what I thought, too. I was like, you bitch. Are you kidding me? How awful. Uh, Bethany, the dating world sucks. If I hear one more time that my head is screwed up as an excuse to dip, I might blow just honest and say you're not interested. I agree a thousand percent. Just say you're not interested. And I get, hey man, we've all done like shitty things. We've all done terrible things to other people. Some of us have learned how to get through them. Some of us have not learned from our mistakes, but some of us have been pretty decent over the last decade or so. Um, you know, with a couple of blemishes here and there, but Jesus Christ, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me, lady. Really? Ah, I don't know. It just seemed, it was frustrating and angering. And like, last time I was just like trying to have a good night, man. I was just outside, just Paul and I just sitting on the back deck, you know, looking at the stars, listening to the crickets, having one, that Sunday night beer before you go in and call it a night before you get back into Monday. Don't let your Mondays ruin your Sundays. As I was once recently told, I was like, I'm not going to let it root. And then fucking boom, <laughs> just hit me upside the goddamn head. Ah, uh, I will say this though about dating when you are in your forties. And that is when you realize it's not going to work, it is so much easier to just cut ties. And it's also so much easier to get into something with somebody because so many times when we're, we're young, those endorphins kick in and we get that little bit of like love dopamine that hits our brain. And we're like, this is the greatest person ever. I love him so much. Let's move in together. I mean, you're moving at lesbian speed. Boom. Two weeks after you meet, you guys are already living together. Maybe when you get to your forties, you realize, Hey dude, pump the brakes a little bit. And then when you realize this is somebody that you could possibly spend some time with, some good quality time with, that is when you will finally go, all right, listen, we can start hanging a little bit, you know? Uh, my last girlfriend, who uh, was great, total catch, total catch. Um, it's tough when you have people that don't have children and they're still in their, you know, still like in their 30s and their lives revolve around them, you know? It really does. Their lives are just so like engulfed with what it is that they are doing that there's no sort of sacrifice. 
And when you tell somebody like, hey, listen, like there's times I got to go out and I got to go do shit with other people. I got to go do stuff with my kid. I got to go do. Do I always want to like have the other side of the family around? No, but you do that because you, you've made a person and now you have to fucking go out and, and, you know, as I've said before, you made the thing, go play with it. So sometimes when you tell somebody, hey, listen, I would love to hang and do all this. Um, we can't. They get angry about it and then they don't want to, they, th- they take it personally. It's like, well, dude, I'm not, I'm not taking away time from you. I'm having to go do things that I'm obligated to go and do. And people without kids just, they don't understand that. There's a couple of like diamonds in the rough, you know, every now and again, you'll meet like a 27 year old who's just like, I have absolutely no ambition to have kids. I'm glad you have them. Uh, but, uh, if you want to hang out and they're, they're cool about it. And some people like, Look at it as, hey, when you got other shit to go and do with that side of your life, then I'm going to go do my own thing. Where some people get like, they take it as an attack. Oh my God, how dare you not want to hang out with me 24-7? No, no, fucking go do your thing. Please go do your thing. Uh, Bethany, yes, people without kids, you can't drop everything uh, in a moment's notice when you have kids. You just can't. It's it's so difficult. It really It's very hard. And you really need somebody in your life that has either gone through it and their kids have moved on um, or they just have to be super understanding and also incredibly busy with their own life and be happy enough with who they are that you can go that they can go out and go do their own shit. And you don't always have to be there. It's tough to find. It's really, really, really tough to find, you know, Um couple family members in the last couple of weeks have kind of given, not given me shit about it, but just been like, so, you know, you ever going to shack up with somebody again? I don't know, man. Things are going good right now. You know, like things are all right. I'm okay with just like, mm, just sort of doing, doing what we're doing here. But, you know, I just, yesterday was just like, I was just so angered about what the fuck had happened. I'm like, God damn it. On that, just that one evening where you're just like, nothing can go wrong. You get that text and then, ah, so angry about it. Jules, what's up, girl? How are you? She says, you do you. That's right. That's right, boo. You do you. Also, did you guys happen to see, speaking of you do you, did you guys see that uh, Simone Biles is going to be getting back into the Olympics doing the beam? Man, here, I did not realize this. First off, I want to say sorry to anybody who has ever had to hear some of these like Iron Range assholes talk about how they don't watch women's sports because it's too fucking slow. Fuck you. I get women's hockey might be a little bit slower than the men's than the men's hockey. WNBA, I love to watch. It's great, especially with girls, uh, girls with women like Sue Bird. If you guys don't know Sue Bird, look her up. I'm infatuated with Sue Bird. Sue Bird is the shit. Dude, Subert is so great, super funny, uh, the best in the world. I mean, Subert is hands down one of the best athletes. You not even just like, and, and I'm not even gonna handicap it. Like she's one of the best athletes for a woman. Fuck no, there's a lot of guys that can't even keep up with that. I love Subert. You really should like do some research on this gal. I mean, just like crushes it at Connecticut and then goes out to Seattle for the WNBA and. When she does like interviews and podcasts, she's super funny, very witty, uh, is like an 80s baby. So loves like 90s R&B, super into um, uh, like super into boys to men, you know, loves like Tupac, you know, can like jam out to I would walk 500 miles. Like I'm telling you, man, 
there's a uh, there's a big upside to uh, a lot of women's sports and for guys to say uh oh, it's just it's so much slower it's it's so slow it's so then bitches you have not watched women's handball or women's rugby in the olympics my god i had to call family members and i'm like have you guys seen women's rugby holy shit i mean they beat the crap out of each other they i mean they throw down it, and no pads no like helmets no nothing dude it is it was in, it was the most, it's the most intense sport I've ever seen. My uncle used to watch American gladiators all the time. Loved it. Loved it. And he, uh, he would always say, I like to watch the women because the women are much more aggressive than the men. And I always thought like, okay, I, I get kind of what he's saying. And then when I watched this weekend, women's handball and women's rugby in the Olympics, I'm like, all right, the guys piss on all of it, man. Ah. Oh, Men's soccer, dude, you guys can take that and throw it in the trash. I would watch women's rugby all day. I couldn't believe how fast-paced it was and how tough these girls were. Holy shit. I'm telling you, don't sleep on it. All you guys who, like, complain about, like, women's hockey and, like, women's college hockey and women's basketball, lame, dude. Uh, Hoopty, you should try playing rugby. I played in college at NDSU. It was awesome. Dude, Owen, you are a guy that would thrive in that environment. Tough as fucking nails, super athletic, can take a hit, can dish a hit. And then at the end of it, the guys you just got done scrumming with, beating the shit out of one another, you can crack a beer with. You're a good, affable dude. That's what I, and the thing is, is like, I mean, those girls, like, they really did like, it was sort of like MMA respect. I mean, they were, there was a couple of shots, like, I mean, shoulder shots that these girls were putting into each other's chests. And I just went, oh, my God, like, how do you not crack a rib? And then afterwards, uh, the gal from, uh, was it, uh, I'm going to forget a name now. I didn't have it in front of me. Uh, Christy, Christy, Cre- Christy Creedy, I think is her name. She's like the the big captain for the uh, women's rugby team. Uh, when they lost to England, they were, they were out. And she sat on the field and cried. And I get it. You work that hard and just nothing. Now you're done. And all the gals from... Uh, Team Britain came over and gave a huge hug and was like, I'm, hey man, best of luck to you in the future. And I imagine much like the NBA, when these guys go back and they play, you know, in the Olympics for their home countries, I bet there's a lot of camaraderie. So I bet these gals have probably at some point stepped on the field together, whether it be in like Worlds or college or whatever it is. But I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a wow, dude, sign me up. Why do we have to have like a shitty minor league soccer team here in Minneapolis when you could easily put women's rugby in? I'd pay top dollar. You got a VIP. You put a Bud Light deck at a women's rugby game. You sell those tickets for 25 bucks. All you can eat and drink. I'm in. Should I pay 50? I'm probably going to pay 50 to go see Vanilla Ice and Duluth in the VIP section. So I would easily pay 50 bucks for an all you can eat, all you can drink Bud Light deck over at the women's rugby team. Just take it in Bloomington. Christ, I got to have a field down there. Them kids ain't doing nothing. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every single day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Thank you guys so much once again. Don't forget the merch. You can find merch right now, rudypovich.com. All the A Long Walk to Cleveland and all the merch is up. Just went up this morning, so please help yourself. Really do appreciate it. And once again, thank you so much for taking A Long Walk to Cleveland.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.